Hello, we are listening to Daniel Ball Wrestling. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the big news, hopefully this weekend, CM Punk's big return to wrestling. Friday night, it is the second AEW Rampage. They call it the first dance, so we've all put two and two together. It's got to be the return of the one, the only CM Punk. After seven years away from wrestling, um, we're going to be talking also about the potential signing of Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson to AEW. And then we're going to finish with a Summer Slam preview, which is taking place on Saturday night. I'm not sure why it's Saturday. It's fucking pain in the arse. I'm having to stay in Saturday night because these bellends, for some reason, when was the last time a WWE pay-per-view yeah, was on a Saturday night? When was the last time? I've been watching WWE now for like... I don't know, 23 years or something like that. There's never been a pay-per-view on a Saturday. But one time, I actually want to go out. Well, not the one time. They put it on a fucking Saturday. So yeah, that's all to look forward to this weekend. Rampage Friday, Summer Slam Saturday. And it looks, it looks like AEW are going to trump WWE's big show by having that big return of CM Punk. If you're listening to the show, you might wonder where I've been. It's been... I don't know, I have not done a show since Fighter Fest. That was, what, four or five weeks ago. I did say on that show, though, you might not have a show for a while because I was moving flat. That was a fucking big... I shouldn't really be swearing because it's going to monetize us. But, yeah, that was a big job. So, moved, yeah. As you can see, I'm in the flat now. Nice little background behind finally put that together. Some nice little blue tack stuck all that together. Anyway, so moved flat. I thought that when you moved, you just took your little router with you, Plugged it into the wall, you were good to go. No, I didn't know. Sat here, plugged the Wi-Fi in, and it don't work. So I've been, I was streaming everything off my phone for fucking, well, for about two weeks, used all the data on that, until Talk Talk installed Wi-Fi, and yeah, it's shit. It is actually shit. The speed is like a quarter of the speed of what we was doing um, at the previous flat. So yeah, if you do get like some freezing or the picture quality isn't perfect, I'm going to get an e-cable to plug that in. But yeah, as I say, if you're listening on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Um, As I say, I apologise. I have had people messaging me on Twitter and stuff like that, asking where the show's gone. No, I'm not dead. No, I'm not fucking the show off. As I said, I'm a young man. I like going out, drinking. So there will be times we're not consistent. Maybe as we get into the winter. But yeah, I'm going to do my best to stick to doing a weekly Dynamite review. So yeah, subscribe to us. Apple Podcasts is probably the main place, probably, that people listen to us. We're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Just search Daniel Ball Wrestling. Um, we're available on Twitter. What is it? Almost 21,000 followers now on Twitter. So thanks to everyone um, who's liked us. Thanks to everyone who comments all our stuff. Even thanks to all you bellends who, for some reason, seem to come. Oh, you're an AEW mark. Seriously. During my editing, but anyway, I blocked a few of this week, actually, so it is a little bit easier on that front. Um, But, yeah, so that's it. So subscribe to the channel, Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Daniel Ball Wrestling. But, yeah, it ain't going to be a long episode. I've got quite a bit of shit to do tonight, to be honest. But, yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about the big... I tell you what, I can't... You won't know this yet, but normally the camera is on my laptop. So usually I look into that. Now I've got to look onto that. So, yeah... I'm going to take a bit of time to get used to that. If you're an audio listener, this is terrible audio. And I bet you're thinking, what is this guy going on about? But yeah. So Friday night, the big return. So 
I think the news broke pretty much. It was around the time of the last show. I did just after Fighter Fest. I think it was Sean Ross Sapp on Fightful. He broke the news that CM Punk had been in talks with AEW for quite a number of months. And it pretty much came out of nowhere since then. It took a life of its own. I think about a week after that, I want to say. It was about a week. A week after that, um, they did the whole... They announced their first dance show in Chicago. We've all put two and two together and got four. He's, it's got to be for CM Punk, hasn't it? They was already doing All Out, uh, Rampage and Dynamite in the first week of September. So it didn't make any sense whatsoever to go back into the Chicago market. So... Yeah, I mean, I was listening to, like, the Observer podcast, and Meltzer, he was speculating that, like, oh, would they sell enough tickets for this? They'll do well to get 10,000 in the United Centre. I think maybe they might get five or six. First day, we was on about, what, 13,000, 14,000. I was listening to that thinking, Dave, what are you on about? Do you realise how much of a draw CM Punk is going to be in Chicago? We obviously had Darby Allen teasing, like, him confronting CM Punk, so... Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk, really, pretty much everything in wrestling for the last few weeks has just been, we've obviously, we had the Rampage debut last week, we've had Dynamite back in front of fans, but we've sort of been sticking a pin in it really, haven't we? Because everybody is waiting for what's to come in September, middle of August, the return of CM Punk, seven long years, the potential signing of Brian Danielson, formerly Daniel Bryan to AEW, um, so yeah, so... What I'm seeing is a lot of people saying, particularly on Twitter, why is the return of CM Punk such a big deal? I mean, Punk, right, he last wrestled for WWE January, January of 2014, when he was dumped out of the Royal Rumble by fucking Kane. Jesus Christ. He was dumped out of the Royal Rumble by Kane. He was meant to be going on to face Triple H at that year's WrestleMania. He didn't see that as anything that interested him. I mean... And that, to be honest, did pave the way for Daniel Bryan at the time to go forward, face Triple H, and then go on to main event that WrestleMania. Um, They then sent him his papers, his his termination papers, on his wedding day. The whole thing with Colt Cabana happened with the podcast, and yeah, he basically got rid of everyone from wrestling. Didn't even flip. CM Punk even blocked me on Twitter. I'm sure I'm not the only wrestling fan he blocks on Twitter, but yeah, unblock me. Fucking hell. Um, Because every time I'll see like a tweet and I'm like, has he actually put that? But yeah. Um, But yeah, basically it's been seven years. Obviously he had his stint in UFC during that time. Um, But yeah, make no mistake about it. This is a big deal. A lot of people, I mean, as the years have gone by, I think when that first, what was it, All In, I think it was called, in 2018, everyone was like, maybe CM Punk will show up. It was in Chicago. He didn't. Then when AEW was formed, it was like, is Punk going to sign? I remember being at all, well, not at all out, but we'd been to watch Royal Quest um, at the Copper Box in London. And basically, we went to watch All Out after it at a bar in London. Everyone was thinking, Punk, is, is Punk going to appear on this show? He didn't. And it was like, mm, is he ever going to return? I mean, if you go back in the archives of our podcast, which is fucking hell, nearly three years now, me and Danny have constant back and forth about whether Punk was ever going to be back in wrestling. I never gave up hope. They always come back, don't they? They always fucking come back. Um, and yeah, it looks like Punk is coming back. But the thing is, people say, so as I was saying, why is it so huge? Why is it such a big deal? 2011, Punk 
he brought a lot of people, a lot of these lapsed fans, which is what at the beginning of AEW people were saying that he was going to go for. He brought a lot of those people sort of back in the summer of 2011. A lot of people, when you say to him, oh, when did you get back into wrestling? A lot of people like faded off around 2005, 2006 time. A lot of them came back in 2011 for that, I don't know, perceived summer of punk. And it was really from before that, we had three to four to five years of Cena, Orton, Edge, Batista. Don't get me wrong, that never stopped, really. But but it was very, WWE back then, it was very predictable. They didn't really, it was just going through the motions. Pretty much, it was better than it is now. But it was pretty much going through the motions, weren't it? And then, to be honest, punk wasn't even doing that much. A lot of people forget this. Before, do you know what I mean? Before he did the whole John Cena program around the Money in the Bank time, he was just he was just floundering. Really, I mean, he lost to Orton clean at Mania. I think they had a rematch the next month. He lost that match, and then he cuts a promo about how three weeks in Chicago he's going to face um, John Cena, and then it it all sort of spirals from there. We had eight weeks of pretty much great punk segments that you'll still see played to this day all over social media, and then, what happened, Triple H, Triple H, for some reason, I'll never forget it, Night of Champions, was it Night of Champions, maybe I will forget it, 2011, whatever the September pay-per-view was called in WWE, CM Punk lost clean to Triple H, a pedigree, one, two, three, the month before, the month before, he lost, who did, Alberto Del Rio, where's he now, locked up in prison somewhere, nonce, Sorry, alleged nonce. Is he even a nonce? No, what they did he like tie his bird up or something? Anyway, that's for another day. But yeah, so Del Rio cashed in the money in the bank on him. He had the feud with Cena, and it was just like I don't know. Eventually, he did win the title back. He had his four hundred day run, and then he pretty much I don't know. He had a bit of time off, didn't he? he faced the Undertaker at Mania. I don't know. He had a great match with Brock. Then he he was feuding with Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel, Ryback, but he was feuding with Ryback, Paul Heyman, and it was just going nowhere, and then him and Brian, if you remember, teamed up to take on, like, what was it, was it the Wyatt family, and he was just basically, yeah, he was just, his last year in WWE flattered to deceive, he had some great matches, as I said, against Taker and Brock, but they didn't really, he didn't like the booking after that, and then that was it, seven years later, that's it, I mean, so yeah, it's going to be a big deal, I am... We've all, well, I put a tweet up the other week, well, the other day, actually. CM Punk is like the girlfriend that fucked you off, got rid of you, yeah? And that you all, no matter, you know, no matter who you replace that girlfriend with, do you know what I mean? You might have got a new favourite wrestler, someone else that you liked, yeah? You always wanted. You always went back, didn't you? You always thought, what if, what if Punk comes back? What if Punk comes back? Is Punk coming back this, this year? Is Punk coming back this year? Never did, did he? He never came back. He had like that stint on backstage, whatever. And now, seven years later, she comes crawling back. CM Punk comes crawling back. AEW is like, let's be honest, AEW is flying at the moment, no matter what some of the WWE fans want to think. And it is the time. Punk, we've all grown up. We can now hopefully have a blossoming relationship. And yeah, CM Punk is back in AEW. Touch wood. Because I would not like to be a security member in the United Centre if, for whatever reason, Punk doesn't appear on Friday night. But I won't worry about that because that is going to happen. How do you book it? Uh, that is the big question. How do you book it? I mean, 
as I just alluded to about Punk's stint in WWE towards the end, it wasn't but great, but there were still great moments along the way. And I mean, we, we all know, well, 95% of us, except 5% are weirdos, weird WWE marks on Twitter, know that AEW do book miles better than WWE. So, what, what can Punk do with actual competent booking behind him? I'm sure he'll get quite a lot of freedom. I mean, obviously it's hinted that he'd be going down the Darby Allen route to start off with for me. I probably wouldn't have done that. I mean, Darby Allen's a babyface. Do you know what I mean? Do you really Punk is gonna get? If Punk is gonna be a hero in Chicago uh, for Rampage for All Out, it's gonna make it a bit of an awkward atmosphere because the crowd aren't gonna want to boo Darby, but they're gonna cheer Punk over Darby. But maybe the probably what the problem open is that Darby gets the rub from being in there with Punk. Personally. I think the only way to debut Punk... I mean, it's an hour show, so the tough thing is, do you bring him out to start with? Do you bring him out at the end? I've seen loads of different like ideas going around. Maybe you could... I don't know, maybe you could have the whole hour be a CM Punk show. Not for me, that. I mean... You, do you bring him out to start with? I mean, I remember that time in Chicago at the All-State Arena where they played his music to tease it. I mean, it's going to be hard for anyone to follow. Say Punk comes out for a 10-minute promo... It's going to be hard for anyone to follow that. People are saying that, like, oh, they'll be chanting CM Punk for other matches. That's fine. That's fine if they do that. Just what I'd kick off. Start off with a hot six-man. One of the, Just have the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in a six-man. Just loads of crazy action. Lucha Brothers, whoever you want, get them in a six-man. The crowd will be too excited watching that match to care. And then maybe the last half of the show, just have it all CM Punk. Have Punk come out. I want to hear what he's got to say on the mic. They're probably going to have... And he doesn't need to wrestle on this show. I mean, it's called the first dance. So that sort of alludes to the fact that he might wrestle on the show. But you don't... You know what I mean? You, if you, the base, They're not doing the Omega against Hangman Page anymore on this pay-per-view. They're doing Christian Omega. So you really need that first CM Punk match to be on this all-out pay-per-view if it's going to get extra pay-per-view buys. Um, it's too soon. I, I, I just... It's tough because it's already sold out. So, really, you want to be doing for Punk's first match, Punk Omega. That is the match we want to see. You don't want to start off with a lesser match and build up to the bigger match. But that looks like what they're going to do. I mean, for me, they've already booked, is it St. Louis, for the November pay-per-view. It's a shame because just fuck that off. Delay that till February. St. Louis will be right, do you know what I mean? Book a stadium for November. I don't know, 30,000 stadium, 40,000 stadium. Use the stadium that WWE are using for SummerSlam. Whatever you want to do, book that. Do you know what I mean? You're doing Punk v Omega for the AEW title. Just announce that match. You will sell, I'm sorry, people might disagree. You will sell 40,000 tickets, 35,000 tickets for an, a, an announced Punk Omega AEW World title match. For me, I wouldn't be rushing to have Punk in the ring. Just, I wouldn't be rushing it. There's no, there's no real, with Punk, a lot of people are like, oh, he won't, people are saying, oh, he's crap in the ring. People are saying he's great in the ring. I don't think he's either. He's always been a little bit sloppy. Yeah, he can have great matches. Oh, he's not a Daniel Bryan, but at the same time, he's not, he's not a Miz. He's not as bad as the Miz in the ring, but he's not as good as Daniel Bryan. He's probably... Somewhere in the middle towards Daniel Bryan. It's going to take some time. It took all that time getting used to calling Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan. Now we've all got to get, got to get used to calling him Brian Danielson. <sighs> anyway, but yeah, so what I would do is have 
a promo, have him come out, talk or whatever. But the thing is, they're going to have to have a match now with Derby before this. So have the match with Derby, main event of... Having main event all out with Derby, beat Derby. Omega comes out, next Dynamite, complains about why is Punk main eventing over me. Punk comes out, we get a two-month, three-month feud. Book this stadium, as I said, the moral of this podcast, fuck St. Louis off. Book a stadium in Vegas or somewhere, sell that bitch out and yeah. You've sold 35,000. It will sell 35 to 40,000 tickets. Punk versus Omega. But on the other hand, if you've got Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson coming in, you Bryan Danielson's first match needs to be with Kenny Omega. If you leave Bryan Danielson to book himself, he'll probably be wrestling fucking... He'll, be, he'll probably be stuck on Dark Elevation re, re, fucking facing the librarian or something. So you, with Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, this is going to be a big job. Do you know what I mean? You need to say, look, we don't need you on Dark Elevation. I know you want to work with such a body. Go and do that, whatever, in six months. But right now, we need to get the big marquee matches out of you. We need Omega versus Brian versus Daniel. We need Omega versus Punk. You can sell stadiums out with these matches. Wrestlers, in about this time next year, will all have been used to seeing Punk and potentially Brian on AW each week, Yeah. So now is the time you need to strike while it's hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be huge. You need to get these big stadiums, arenas, whatever for... Do you know what I mean? For this fucking book New Orleans Superdome. Let's get there. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll walk to New Orleans Superdome to see Brian versus Omega, Punk versus Omega. I mean, I'm gutting myself, to be honest with you. I'd probably save quite a bit of money because... If we could fly to the States now without, like, paying for the tests and shit and the quarantine... Probably be going to Chicago, so yeah, probably done me a favour. But yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. When was the last time you was this excited about wrestling? You got Punk, Brian, Omega, all these New Japan wrestlers potentially in AEW, and then you've got fucking Bliss fan two 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 saying, "Oh fuck that! Don't get excited about that." We've got John Morrison versus Sheamus on Raw. That's what it's all about. We've got Drew McIntyre with challenging for the WWE title again. Great. Great. But yeah, look at some... I mean, I've got my notes in front of me. That's why I keep going like that. But look at this. New Japan, obviously tonight... I mean, I'm going to get up early, watch the show tomorrow. Tonight is going to be... I'm expecting a few New Japan talents on AEW tonight. I will probably do the Dynamite review tomorrow. Maybe. See how I feel. I'm not going out tonight, so maybe I will. Um, I'm hoping to have my little girl tomorrow, actually, so I might not have time. But um, look at some of the matches they can do, just for an idea. Okada versus Punk and Bryan. Osprey versus Punk O'Brien. Tanahashi versus Punk O'Brien. Kota Ibushi versus Punk O'Brien. Kenta versus Punk. GTS versus GTS. So many potential things. I mean, what an exciting time for wrestling. I mean, I'm sat here thinking, am I going to have to fuck off going to WrestleMania every year to go to some of these AEW shows? I mean, as I said, we're planning on going on double or nothing if everything opens up. But I don't know, the states are like going backwards, aren't they, from what I've been hearing? Like, you've got like mask mandates now in Chicago and other places. I don't know. UK is great. Fucking, fuck going anywhere else. I, I've had a fucking great month, yeah? Since Freedom Day, we've been going out. Pubs, pints. It's been great. Even lost a CM Punk shirt in the process. Needs washing. Um, but yes, yeah. I can't even wear me. See, I can't even wear my CM Punk shirt for his return on Friday. What a joke, what a joke. 
Um, but yeah, so other news while we have been away. NXT, NXT, NXT is basically dead. I mean, if it wasn't already dead, it's definitely dead now. Vince has got his filthy hands all over it. He's released half of the talent. Apparently, he wants big lads in. He's not got enough time for these midgets. Do you know what I mean? Let, let's not remember it was these midgets that defeated NXT in AEW. And yeah, Vince's reaction goal for the big guys. This guy is so far out of touch. But yeah, we're going to wrap up by previewing SummerSlam. And if that's not an indication of how much AEW has overtook WWE in terms of excitement, I just, about two years ago, I would have just been, this whole show would have just been previewing SummerSlam. And now they're going to get five minutes at the end. I mean, the show, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm excited for Cena Reigns. But apart from that, Goldberg. We've got Goldberg, Lashley for the WWE title. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Edge versus Seth Rollins would be good. A match that's been in the making for a while. Um, Drew versus Jinder. Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte and Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's title. Sasha versus Bianca. I think hasn't one of them got COVID or something. Something like that. So that match might be off. We've got the Mysterios versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Now, we've got one good thing going on in WWE at the moment. I will give them this. Fucking love it. RK Bro has been great. Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, probably two of my favourites in WWE. They're both great. They've been doing this act together, and it's it's been fantastic to watch, and it really enjoyed. That's been the highlight, the only highlight of Raw. They're taking on AJ and Omos for the Raw Tag Titles. We've got Alexa versus Eva Marie. Why is that on SummerSlam? What? Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the US title. I mean, I probably missed a few matches, but, well, if they're that important, I would have remembered them. But, yeah, I'm just going to quickly go through predictions. I think Cena versus Reigns, it's had a great build. Um, it's just You just realise how great John Cena is, don't you, when you see him back in the way that he's been performing on the microphone. Particularly, he's a star, Reigns is a star, but there's not a whole lot else is there in WWE, but yeah, the build was good, that promo last week was fucking excellent, um, where Cena was just saying all he needs is the one, two, three, I mean, you would have all said Reigns definitely winning, most of us still think he's going to win, but this whole Ric Flair being released thing is making things, WWE, are they that bitter to have Cena just take the title, do you know what I mean, off Reigns and then drop it in a few weeks, because he is on this MSG Super Show in a few weeks, so it could happen, Cena could become a 17-time champion. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm going to go with Reigns, but I'm not as certain as everyone else is that Reigns is going to retain. Excited for that one. That'll be taking place at half three in the morning, UK time on Saturday. Am I... This is the big thing for me. Am I... I'm right, basically, I'm about 300 yards away from every pub in Preston. Am I going to be able to stay in a Saturday night and watch SummerSlam? Or am I going to get tempted to go out for a beer? It's going to be tough. North End get beat 5-0 to Peterborough. few pints. Um, we've got Goldberg versus Lashley. They've been telling the story that Goldberg's doing this for his son Gage. Is it Gage or whatever? Um, yeah, I can't see Goldberg ain't winning that title. Lashley's going to win that match. Edge versus Seth Rollins. I think you've got to go with Edge for that one. I mean, Edge has lost. He, he's lost... Do you know what I mean? He, he lost a few to Orton. Last balls he saw won he? But he lost to Orton, didn't he, in that big match the greatest match ever or whatever. He lost at Mania. He lost to Roman. He needs a big win here over Seth, and I think they'll get it. Um, Drew versus Jinder. It's got to be Drew. Drew's got to be Jinder, so we're going to go with Drew. Nikki Ash, Nikki A-S-H versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, women's title. 
can never rule out Charlotte, but I'm going to go with Nikki to retain that one. Sasha versus Bianca, COVID pending. WWE like 50-50, don't they? If that takes place, I'm going to go with Sasha. Although I'd probably keep it on Bianca as much as I love Sasha. Uh, Mysterios versus The Usos. Oh, I don't know. Mysterios. Yeah, I'd go with Mysterios. RK Bros versus AJ and Omos. RK Bro better fucking win that match. Alexa versus Eva Marie. I couldn't give a shit. Sheamus versus Damien Priest. As much as Sheamus has been great this year, uh, Damien Priest needs to win the belt on this show. And that's that, really. I mean, the card itself is all right. It's going to be great. Obviously, I, you enjoy seeing like these big shows in front of, what is it, 45,000 fans. It's at that new stadium in Vegas. It's going to be interesting watching the show there. I mean, I was hoping to get to a WrestleMania in... I mean, everyone was saying that that's where Mania is going to be in a few years. So it will be interesting to see what that stadium looks like for wrestling. So, yeah... Huge, huge wrestling weekend. It's massive. Probably I'm... WrestleMania weekend wasn't as big as this weekend. Nothing during the pandemic. Well, this is probably the biggest wrestling weekend in years. In years and years. I mean, obviously a WrestleMania weekend's big. The double or nothing's big, but we've got probably the biggest night for AEW since the company started on Friday. It's gonna be the biggest moment for AEW since the Make no mistakes about it. People don't understand this. Some dweebs on Twitter who've probably watched wrestling for four to five years don't fucking understand. This is a game changer. CM Punk going to AEW is going to change the landscape. People don't seem to get that. Add Brian Danielson to that. You've got the two biggest, not biggest stars, because do you know what I mean? You had Cena and Orton. So the two most popular wrestlers of the last decade in WWE or basically, I mean, Punk, if really wanted, could go back to WWE. Brian Danielson could have re-signed with WWE. You've got the two most popular wrestlers of the last 10 years in WWE saying, no, we don't want WWE. We're going to sign with this new hot company, AEW. Do you know what I mean? This is fucking massive. And people, you've got WWE fans. I'm sure there'll be WWE fans commenting this going, oh, it's not as big as whatever. Yeah, this is huge. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, it's that big, it's that big, I know they have a little girl on a Friday, she's staying at her mum's, this is a massive, massive night for wrestling fans everywhere, and yeah, I will be back reviewing, maybe reviewing Dynamite, but yeah, I'll definitely be back reviewing Rampage Saturday morning, I'll probably look quite tired because yeah, Rampage is 3 till 4, great, 3 till 4 Friday night, I'm staying up to watch that, I'll probably have to sit through Smackdown before that. I'm sure that'll be great. Um, but yeah, we will be back Saturday to talk the return of CM Punk to wrestling. Um, hit subscribe, like this video, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Just search Daniel Ball Wrestling into your podcast feed. Good to be back. Tell you what, it feels, I'll be honest with you, full disclosure, it feels weird doing a podcast somewhere except my other flat, to be honest. Yeah, it's a lot harder doing this than like just reviewing a show, but yeah. We'll be back Saturday to review AEW Rampage. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later.